welcome back to the Sisters in Sustainability podcast. I am your host, Victoria Lynn. As always, we are here to talk about the impact that women are having on the modern sustainable development movement. And today is a very special episode. Today, we are recording our season finale, and we are joined by a professional in the sustainability industry and the owner and founder of Back to Earth Compost Crew, Colleen. Colleen, I'm so beyond thrilled to have you on our show today. Um, could you start off by introducing yourself and letting our listeners know a little bit more about who you are and the work that you do? Oh, sure. Thank you so much for having me, Victoria. This is fantastic. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so uh, Colleen Felicki, um, and I have a business called Back to Earth Compost Crew. Um, we do, we're on a mission to keep food waste out of landfills and back into the soil in our communities. Um, we do that through residential curbside pickup uh we all we have eight routes currently in the suburban philadelphia area we also uh work with businesses um schools cafes um breweries and um to pick up uh commercial you know food scraps and then we also host a collection sites in the area at farmers markets where folks can bring their scraps to us so we have a couple different levels of service where you could do a curbside pickup or you could do the drop off depending on your budget and, you know, how many, how much food waste you do have. Happy to share how I kind of ended up here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a perfect transition because that was going to be my yeah. next question is how did you find yourself in this position and what prompted you to start this organization? I, I, I feel like I kind of looking back and reflecting on my life, like I've always kind of had the mentality of um, kind of being sustainable, being eco-friendly. Um, I remember in high school looking for places to buy peanut butter, a natural peanut butter. There was only one place in the mall um, that I could get it. Um, also, um, being part of a group called... Um, or one of the founding members, it was called STEM, but Save the Environment Man. That was that was in high school, and we you know raised money to buy part of the rainforest so it wouldn't get cut down, things like that. And you know, just being at home, being the one who was in charge of recycling, growing up in the '80s, and kind of that's when that that started. So um, my grandparents had gardens. One of my grandmothers did compost, but she would have uh, food scraps in a bag next to her sink, you know, she would dig a hole in her garden and put the scraps in, in the, you know, cover it up. And um, I just remember being like, oh, wow. Um, and I reminded, I reminded my dad of that the other day. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I remember her doing, you know, doing that. And um, so that's kind of, uh, kind of how I grew, you know, grew up with sustainability in mind, but then also, um, when I had my children, that was like a big aha moment. And it was, you know, like, wow, I want to leave the world a better place for them and their children. You know, what can I do? And we were doing things at home, um, you know, to, we went to farmer, local farmers markets and purchased um, fruits and vegetables there, got to know our farmers and meats and, um, you know, tried to purchase more local, um, try to, you know, cut back on, you know, reduce our waste, um, learned how to compost and, uh, you know, garden at home. That in mind, I, in 2016, I started Back to Earth Compost Crew, officially 2017, but um, basically just put it out there that I, I wanted to help others be more sustainable, other, you know, compost. I, that's not my, I don't have a degree. I have in, in you know, environmental um, 
in sustainability or environmental sciences. Um, I do have a bachelor's degree in communications, radio, TV, uh, but I wanted to use what I knew to be able to help others. So I, you know, I know that I can pick up, you know, five gallon buckets and, you know, found, uh, started working with a local compost site farm to be able to, you know, process the materials. And so we just kind of, we just kind of grew from there. And I love doing outreach. I love sharing, you know, what we do and how we can help folks in the community. And to me, education is super important. So I really appreciate you hosting, you know, having me on so we could share the message that it's not only available here where I live, but there are hundreds of businesses like mine across the country that are growing and starting to do uh, work like this. So um, if not, if you don't live where I live, there's most likely a service, you know, near you. So so I know that you mentioned that you utilize uh, another facility to help kind of break down, uh, break down your food waste and everything to help through the composting process. But can you talk to us about what that composting process looks like from collection until, you know, you have that soil ready to go and be used? Yeah, sure. So, um, we have, we, like I said, we have a system of routes. We have eight routes um, and we come by, dump the scraps into our containers in our truck. And then um, at the end of our route, we end up at the compost site. Um, or if it's a Saturday collection, you know, folks will bring it to us in their containers. Doesn't have to be ours. Um, and we'll dump it in our containers and then we, we take it to the site. Um, you know, once it's there, it's processed, mixed with either manure, hay, um, other food scraps. Um, so when you make compost, you need, um, green waste, which is, um, nitrogen based and then also brown, which is carbon. So, um, when processing it, um, you know, you have to have a nice, I guess, recipe, so to speak, um, and ratio to be able to create a finished product. Um, I don't typically, I don't do the mixing, but I, you know, see as it's getting mixed in and I can see the process as it's happening. It's pretty amazing. It, to me, it's like magic. And then the end result looks like soil, Some, you know, shouldn't have an odor to it. Um, but the microorganisms are really what it's fascinating what break down the, um, the organic matter and, you know, you can't see them. They're, they're so small, but I learned recently, which blew my mind that like a teaspoon of compost has more microbes than there are people on earth. It's like mind blowing. Right. So these are, these are what's when you mix compost with soil, soil, um, mix the compost in with the soil, it actually adds so much value to the soil. It adds the nutrients that we need. And I wish I, I, I could show you this, but there's a, a graphic and it basically shows the elements that are in the soil and then the elements that are in the human body, they are the same. We need these elements to be healthy. So really, if you have healthy soil, you're going to have healthy plants. Healthy plants means you're eating these plants. We're eating these plants, healthy people. And then healthy, you know, planet, like it's all, we're all interconnected. So these microbes are just, it's so beneficial. They're beneficial for our soil. Not only, you know, the nutrients and microbes, you don't have to use pesticides or fertilizer or as much, you know, when you use compost, it also retains moisture. So you don't have to water as much. So you're using less resources for that. Um, 
And once it, it's applied to the land, compost does sequester, you know, it'll sequester carbon. And that's really what we need to reverse climate change. So I feel like it's, um, it's really, um, I don't know, coming of age. I mean, it's an old, something that's been, been done forever, but I feel like we're coming back around to it because we need to add more nutrients to our soil. We need to, you know, re regenerative agriculture. You probably heard of that term is something really, you know, that that's, um, I guess big or um, a lot of people have heard about it now, but it's it's super important that we we practice that and um, keep our soils healthy. And this is just a huge component, huge component of that. So I, from start to finish, like I'm super excited that we're able to just be a part of it, a small part. I mean, there's so much there's so much food waste um, that I feel like this is just you know it's a little bit, but. I feel like for me, and I, I know you had talked about this as well, like everyone can do a little bit. And then when, when it all comes together, it, it just adds up. And, and, and I think about it, like, wow, we're, we process tons, you know, four to, we, we haul, not process, four to six tons a week. That's a, that's, you know, it adds up. That's all of our composters together, right? Adding their 20 pounds every other week or 15 pounds or whatever it is that they have in their bucket and it's going back to, it's, you know, literally going back to the earth. And that's kind of why I, I named it back to earth compost crew. It's like, for me, it was like, there's nothing else to call it. Like we're just, it's going back to where it belongs. So it's pretty, it's pretty mind blowing when you think about it. I mean, every day to just keep doing, keep keeping that much waste out of the landfill. It's, it's pretty cool. I love that. I mean, you know that I talk a lot about simple changes and the individual impact that a person can have on the world. But in talking yeah. about composting, we're going to hone in on sustainable development goal 11, which is sustainable cities and communities. So this goal aims to make cities and communities more inclusive, safe, resilient, and in a way more self-sufficient. Uh, while also decreasing the impact that, you know, we all have on our environment. I was born and raised in Northeastern Pennsylvania. If any of our listeners have ever seen the office, I'm about 20 minutes South of Strengthen. I, love the office. I know I love the office. And that's the only thing, whenever I tell people I'm from Northeastern Pennsylvania, they're like, do you know Dunder Mifflin? And I'm like, it doesn't, it's not a real place, but yes, I know. Right. <laughs> I know where you're talking about, but, but all that to say that I grew up in a really suburban yet rural area where you know, our communities were surrounded by these large stretches of farmland. So I grew up working on one of Pennsylvania's foremost sustainable dairy farms. Um, but in addition, I'm just a big ag, I'm a big ag girl. I love agriculture. I love soil. I love dirt. So I love that we are talking about, you know, creating regenerate, regenerative materials for, for agriculture, essentially. And, you know, when we're talking about composting, I, I, the biggest thought that I think comes up for people is food waste. And so I think people just think, oh, dumping the scraps, you know, helps keep them out of the landfill. But I really love the point that you made to say it doesn't just help keep it out of the landfill. It adds nutrients to our mm -hmm. soil, which then adds nutrients to our food again. And and I like how everything is that interconnected uh, kind of cycle. And I think that's one of the big things that we really need to focus on when it comes to sustainability is Everything is yes. connected. Like every issue comes back to some type of sustainability. So once the whole process is complete, what happens to the soil that's produced in your facility? Um, so 
we so we partner with the um, the farm and they they'll use it on their farm. Um, they'll sell it to the folks in the community. We also buy some back and our composters are able to get um, compost twice a year from us, which is nice. So they're creating it and are helping to create, you know, they're giving the food scraps towards it. And then in turn, we're able to say thank you. And here, in fact, we just did a give back day this past weekend on Sunday and we gave away, you know, I ordered six yards, six yards of compost. Um, it was lovely. Uh, we gave away, you know, most of it and we got to meet our composters and they brought their buckets or containers. And then they were bringing that back to their houses or, you know, and uh, wherever they live. And they're able to put that, mix that into their soil, which, which is so wonderful. It's a, it's kind of like completing the whole cycle. It feels good to, to see that in action. <laughs> it's but. so cool to see. Yeah, exactly. That kind of cycle of how people are giving, you know, their food mm -hmm. waste and contributing. I like the cooperative nature of, of what you're doing. I mean, I've read a lot about your organization and so I had never realized that aspect of it. And I think that's so, so cool. We need more organizations that are, you know, centered in just doing good for the sake of doing good. And, and so I just Thank love you. that. So, um, Thank you, you know, I know that you mentioned that a lot of people live near composting facilities and if, if they're not near you, they're near somebody, but for those who are at home, who might want to start their own at home composting, do you have any good mm -hmm. tips uh, about how they can get started? Sure. Yes. Um, well, we do. So if you're listening to this, you're welcome to email me at backtoearthcompost at gmail.com. I hope that's okay that I gave that out. Um, and I have, I can send you a free PDF. It's like my five easy steps to home composting. We also do have, I do a workshop once a month via Zoom. You can sign up on my website. Um, but the, I, I feel like um, the main tip is, uh, so basically start small and um, find somewhere that's convenient for you if you're gonna compost in your, um, where you live. So whether you have, you know, a deck, you don't, you don't, you don't have to have a yard to compost. So that's a, that's a myth. Like you, you can use a tumbler. Um, I, I don't teach about worm composting, but there's worm composting and Bokashi. Those are other, if you're interested in those um, separate, you can compost inside with those methods. Um, make sure that you have um, your ratios, you know, proper, your greens and browns, your carbons and nitrogens. And if you, if you want, again, it's on my, it's on my, uh, uh, PDF uh, I can send you with the information. Um, so I know you talked about what you can compost. Are there any food items or maybe carbon items that people should look out for to not compost? Yes, that's a good question. Um, so I obviously like recommend taking all of your stickers off your produce and all of the plastic wrap and everything like that. Um, uh, I, I do not do not compost meat, bones, or dairy. So my, my uh, recommendation is like, if it grows, it goes. We also have a list on our website, uh, backtoearthcompost.com. Everything that's on that list can also go into your home compost. So um, that's some, uh, some place to start. Um, so no meat, bones, or dairy. It'll smell and you'll draw animals for sure. Um, also like no, 
dog or, you know, cat waste. Um, you, you know, you, you can put like guinea pig or horse manure, or cow manure, um, bunny rabbit, you know, that kind of stuff can go in there. Um, also like bedding from those animals is great, uh, for in there. Um, trying to think of what else, you know, dryer lint I've been asked, like we, you can, is I would say like, if it's cotton or linen or hemp, but if you're, you know, most of the times though, those clothes are the ones that create the lint. The other clothes don't, but you don't want the microplastics not ending up in your compost. Also, you know, you're in control of composting at home. So you can, some people ask me like, well, should I use all organic vegetable? Like getting to the point of like what I'm eating and then what I'm putting into my composter. It really just depends on what kind of quality you want for your garden. So, you know, keeping in mind, like if you're putting in cardboards that, um, you know, you're not sure what kind of ink is on there, like maybe just keep it out. And I always say like, if you're unsure, then don't put it in there. So I do have, I have one last question. I asked this to all yeah. of our guests before they leave, but before we get into that question and switch gears a little bit, Colleen, you have your very own podcast and I had the privilege of being <laughs> a part of it. And so could you tell our listeners about what your podcast is, what it's all about and how they can listen to it too? Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. <laughs> um, yes, sure. It's called Speaking of Sustainability with Colleen Felicki. Um, we just launched it. Victoria was our episode five. So I am kind of green in that regard, but we're getting into that. We're getting into it. Um, it's basically just spotlighting the sustainable superheroes in our community. Um, I'm passionate about composting, but there's also a million other ways to be sustainable and um, share our gifts with, you know, with the world. So I wanted to have a platform for, you know, folks in the community to share what they're doing with, uh, with the world. I mean, literally anyone can listen on, um, it's where any, when, where podcasts are found everywhere. And also we have a YouTube, um, it's on YouTube as well. So you can watch it if you so choose, or, you know, you can listen, whatever, whatever is easiest, but yeah, I would love for you to, you know, to like, to share it, to subscribe and, um, just stay tuned. We have, uh, we have some great guests coming on. So, you know, it's always funny about how people end up meeting each other and falling into kind of, uh, these types of connections. So I'm so glad that I was able to meet somebody who is very clearly not just passionate, but very professional about being in the sustainability realm. Um, but unfortunately we are running out of time for our interview today. So I have one last question for you and it may be the hardest question that I ask anybody. Oh boy. That is, <laughs> I know. I know. Don't stress. It's actually, I just, I'm joking. It's not that hard. It's a good one. Everybody's got a great, a great answer for this. So Colleen, what is one piece of advice that you would tell to a young person who wants to change the world? Just do it. Just do it. I, I waited, I waited like eight years. I, I, I thought about it for so long. Um, and I, re I really would say, just do it. You will find a way, um, find a mentor. There's so many people out there that are more than happy to share what they know. Don't be afraid. Um, fear holds so many people back, but if you have a dream in, in your heart that you want to do something, I'm going to start crying now. <laughs> I just feel like, um, that holds so many people back, but 
just go out there and and do it and tell people that you're going to do this. They will encourage you. It's kind of like have you, if you've ever run a race. There's people on the side with signs and music and like I feel like when you're when you do you know when you set that in motion and you put it out there, people will conspire to help you. Like they don't they want to be there. They want to be able to support you even if they don't know you. Um, and most times it's a lot of, it's the people that aren't, you know, closest. I mean, family and friends are all very supportive of me. I, I'm grateful for that, but, um, there's just so many people out there that just want to see you be successful. So, um, that's what I say. I just say, go for it, find someone you're welcome to reach out to me. I'd be happy to be happy to bounce ideas. You can bounce ideas off me or thoughts and get feedback. But, um, I think it's great. I think it's great that, you know, that you just get out there and, and just do it. Thank you so much. That was my advice too. When I, um, when I was in the hot seat, I uh, was to just go out there and do it because I think we can't wait for anybody to change the world. Sometimes you have to be the one to do it. So, uh, to all of our weekly listeners, I just want to give you guys a huge thank you for coming back every week for listening to our guests and their stories and for just helping to create a sustainable world for the next generation. I can't believe, you know, that this is the last episode of season one, but I'm grateful to each of our guests, um, for all of you at home for listening and for making this possible. So be sure to check back on September 1st for the beginning of season two, but everybody, you guys can learn more about Colleen's mission and follow her team on Instagram at back to earth compost crew. You can also check them on out online at back to earth Learn more about how you can help achieve the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals by following us on Instagram at Sisters in Sustainability Podcast and at Sustainability Starts With You. Join the hashtag SisPodNation today and remember that sustainability really does start with you. Thanks for listening. 